welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. I'm Josie Smith, a mindset and strategy coach for aspiring entrepreneurs and women who just know that they're made for more. I'm a speaker, writer, and content creator obsessed with personal growth. I'm an Enneagram 8 and a strong, sassy single mom of teens here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. Also, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. It's important to me that everyone who comes on and shares their story, their message, and their expertise has full permission to be fully who they are, to speak how they speak, and to share the content they're here to share. So nobody's going to be filtered or censored on this podcast. So if you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started because we're digging into all of it and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. I wanted to give you a quick intro here to the intro of this episode to just let you know that this is part one of a two-part conversation. So this conversation that you're going to hear today went on for a little over an hour, and I didn't want the episode to be that long. So I broke it up into two separate episodes. So definitely make sure you come back tomorrow to hear the second part. Welcome to another episode, a super special bonus episode of Realign With Your Purpose. I am here with my friend, Yvette Galaviz, who... I met last October at an event that I have talked about endlessly um, where I had so much fun. I met Yvette. We became fast friends and we both started our podcast at about the same time. And we both have just recently, well, Yvette just had a birthday within the past couple of weeks and my birthday when this episode comes out um, is at the end of this week. So we were talking and we just kind of decided because we have gone through such a massive transformation over the past just six months. And we were talking and we kind of just decided that we wanted to sit down and record a conversation to share with you all just about some of the lessons that we had learned over the last year of our lives. Because as we get older, we start to kind of think about these things. And we're both so into personal growth, personal development, and just doing all the things to try to make our lives better, make our families' lives better, grow in our friendships, in our relationships, and all the things. And so we just kind of wanted to pull back the curtain a little bit and bring you into this conversation and share it with you all. The name of Yvette's podcast is Own Your Imperfections. And so I will definitely be sure to leave a link in the show notes So if you want to listen to this conversation over there, or if you want to learn more about her and hear more of her, definitely go check her out there. And so this conversation is just going to be sort of a back and forth between the two of us where we're just sharing some of the things that we have learned over the past year, just kind of as we have grown side by side, 
stepping into some things at the same time and also going on our own journeys. And so it's just been a really fun, it's just been a really fun opportunity to kind of have somebody to walk side by side with as we, as we take this journey. I think a lot of times too, it's because in order to get yourself in that mindset, you, I know when I started, I felt like so alone. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to start. And it was really just listening to other podcasts that I was able to get in that room. And when you finally find other women or people that are like-minded who want that same change, it lights a fire under your ass. <laughs> it really does. And I think having you not necessarily as like a an accountability partner or coach or anything, just as a friend knowing that we were bouncing ideas off of each other and um, you know, learning things from each other was huge in a sense for me because I didn't feel so alone in the journey I was starting. Because you see the people that are ahead of you, and then you see the people that are just have not had that wake-up call yet. And you're stuck in the middle and you're like, you don't know where you're in, like in limbo. Yeah. But then I meet people like you. I mean, I met tons of women, but honestly, somebody that I think I talk to day in and day out who knows me like personally and my family, like it's you, like I know I talk to you more than I talk to my family. (laughs) I remember, I remember meeting you at the event and I remember telling you like, yeah, I'm getting ready to start a podcast, but I actually had no idea what I was going to even do my podcast on. Like, I was like, yeah, my podcast is getting ready to come out. Like, <laughs> I was the same way. And then, and then you're all excited for me. And I left that event. And then you texted me and you're like, how's the podcast coming? And I haven't done a damn thing. And I'm like, oh, shit, somebody's going to hold me accountable. I need to start working on this. <laughs> But that's good because you now knowing my personality, especially being severely ADHD, (laughs) I mean, accountability is huge for me because I can't, I have to stay accountable. And if it's not by like my family or my friends or my husband, I mean, it's you, it's been you. Other people don't understand that journey that I'm on. And the other ones are just so high up that it's like almost impossible to have those kind of one-on-ones with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember meeting you too. And then after that, I think we were kind of just like always stuck at the hip together the whole time it was, it was huge. And it's not only that, it just oh, gives yeah. you that drive to not feel like it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, it is one thing to like be in a room full of people who are doing the thing that you want to do because it's so empowering. It's so inspiring. It's so like, you can see what's possible, but also it's like, as you step into this journey and you're not really sure, like, what is this supposed to look like right here, right now in the very beginning to have somebody to kind of walk through that same journey with you is super, super, super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I I remember I struggled in the beginning a little bit when you finally got your podcast up and going and it was like, it was just great. I remember the first time I was setting up the stuff for mine and you were walking me through it, like helping me, you know, all of that stuff. 
because you kind of lit a fire under my ass. So I held you accountable first and then you (laughs) put your podcast out first. And I had been planning my podcast for like a year, just hadn't really taken that leap of faith. Like I was just so scared that it, it wasn't the right time or I didn't know what I was doing. So how am I going to make a podcast? And then I saw you who, when I met you at the event, you were like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast. And then you were like, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, if she could figure this out, I bet you have to figure this out too. <laughs> like you guys are on the same journey. You can't fall behind. So you were like my motivation. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that we're able to help each other through it. For sure. For sure. So what we really planned for everybody is we each kind of wrote down or or took note of like the five main biggest lessons that we have kind of learned through this journey and that you can really apply to any journey that you're any growth journey that you're going on. And so I think what do you think we just go back and forth and each share one and sure and I actually jot I think I jotted down like five or six, I'm sorry, six or seven only because I'm like, okay, what if you end up having like the same thing? So I'll either touch on if we have the same thing, like I'll, I'll give my you know thoughts on it. And then I also have an extra one to throw out there. Of course you do. <laughs> do you want to go first then? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go first. So I kind of did mine a little bit in order because, um, when I come back on my podcast, so right now I'm actually taking a break from my podcast, but when I do come back out with my podcast, I have a lot to address. Um, And so one of the biggest things I learned this year is you, in order for you to do the thing and be there for other people, because I'm really big on wanting to support other women. I'm really big on just knowing that somebody else knows they're not alone. And this year I learned I have all of that and I want to give all of that. However, I don't do it for myself as often as I should. And so therefore I know that my mental and emotional health has become really important. And I've been trying to find or implementing new things in my life to change the direction that I'm going, to help the state of mind that I'm in, and to just know that, you know, mental health is a big, it's a big thing. And when you neglect it, you're no good for anybody else. So here I had all these ideas. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I did it, but I still slipped because I wasn't taking care of my mental and emotional health because I got so caught up in doing these things that I put things on the back burner. So it's about balance, learning to balance that and putting my mental and emotional health, I think first, because that's what sets me up for being able to do the rest. Yeah. That's so important. And it's like, I mean, it's like the cliche, you can't pour from an empty cup. It's, I heard this analogy on on a podcast once and it's just such a great visual I think but I had never heard it like this before but it's like if you imagine yourself as like a glass pitcher 
and you're underneath a faucet and the faucet is continuously running, you get a little bit of water in you, but then you see all of these people like your kids, your family, the people that you want to serve, and they're all little teacups sitting around you. And you get a little bit of water in you and you want to share that water with everybody around you. And so you tip over to pour the water into everybody else. But the more you tip over, the more wobbly you get, the more, you know, unstable you are. Where if you just sat there and let the water keep pouring into you, eventually it's going to overflow and naturally get into all of the teacups that are sitting around you. Hmm. I never heard that before. So continuing to pour into ourselves is not, I guess it's like changing that mindset of it's not selfish. It's actually healthy because then you're not unstable like that wobbly water pitcher. Mm -hmm. You're stable and overflowing with that abundance of personal development, you know, everything emotional. Yeah. Like you are just able to actually fill everybody's cup without losing yourself. Really? Yeah. Because eventually if you treat, if you keep trying to pour yourself out, pour yourself out, the the lower that water gets, the more wobbly you're going to get, the harder you have to tip over. You're just going to fall and break. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I like that analogy, actually, because I would have just been like, turn the water off, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fill the pictures and then turn the water back on. But it makes sense to just continuously pour out into others. And I like that. I really like, because I'm a big firm believer that you can't take care of anybody else until you take care of yourself. And that's right your health, your mental health, you know, physically, emotionally, everything. And if you're not aligned and serving purpose to yourself, like how are you going to be serving purpose to somebody else? Or how can you give advice to somebody knowing that you're not doing that? Right. And it's the same It's the same thing with like working with a coach or having a mentor. Like I would never, I would never work with a coach or have a mentor who wasn't also simultaneously working with a coach or with a mentor. Like I want to make sure, you know, that the people that I'm entrusting my life with are, are getting filled up too, right? You know, like I want to make sure that they have enough to give because I'm pretty high maintenance. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I found that out with the Airbnb. <laughs> I just like to sleep in nice places. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. It could have been a box as long as I was with you and at the event would have been fine. <laughs> you can go without showering all weekend. I don't care. I just want to be there. <laughs> All right. My first one was that you have to make room in your life for the people and the things that you actually want in your life. And that's like the people and the things that are going to fit into that next version of you, that next chapter in your life, the next 
leg of your journey. And sometimes that means clearing up energetic space that other people, other things are taking up because not everybody is going to go with you on that next part of your journey. Not everybody's going to go with you as you grow. Some people are going to just stay where they are and that's totally okay. But we have to be really careful not to try to drag those people with us, to drag those people on our journeys if they're not ready to take that journey. We have to be willing to clear that energetic space. And if that means letting people, either letting people out of our lives or letting people play a smaller role in our lives because they're just they're not going to be able to fulfill the same role in the next part of our journey that maybe they f- fulfilled in a previous part of our journey when we were a completely different person. Yeah. So just being aware that sometimes we need to very intentionally clear out some of that energetic space to make room for the things and the people that we actually can take that next part of the journey with. And to know, I think that it's okay Because a lot of, from what I've met with the people that I've met, I just know that it's important because I think for myself, going on this journey has been something that I've been doing, I think, since like 2012-ish, 2011. I was doing all of these things and I was moving forward and growing, but the people around me weren't growing. And instead of being okay with leaving them behind, I completely stopped doing like what I was doing so that I could be with the people that I cared about. Like it doesn't matter for me anymore because now I'm telling myself I can still love these people and I can still care about these people. And if they choose to support me, great, but I can't expect them to go along on this journey with me but I'm done being complacent. Like I'm done kind of surrounding myself in that circle of the people who not necessarily don't support you, but don't really like care to support so much. And Mm -hmm. I think just learning to say it's okay to be without them. I think the scary part is, is if it's the ones that you really, really care about and you really love, and you just know that they're kind of weighing you down, that's where it gets hard. But that's when I feel like you have to be selfish and kind of just know that they're going to either understand and let you grow or they're going to be interested and letting want to grow with you or you'll just veer apart and it's okay either way. Yeah. But I like that. I really like that. That's where I was. I think when I went to empower her was kind of in this I want to move forward with things, but I'm stuck because I didn't have like-minded people. And when I left that event, it was like, holy shit, there were like 500 women in there who were all there for the same thing, to better themselves, to improve you know, their careers or their journeys. And all of a sudden, it didn't seem so scary. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like I was alone. And it gave me that boost of confidence to know that going forward, I'm okay to leave these ones behind if they're not on board with it. And that's okay if they're not on board with it. It's not their journey, it's mine. But now I have this new world of like people that I'm in contact with who align with the things that I'm doing. Yeah. And I think sometimes the tricky thing is we want, 
Like we know we want different people surrounding us. We know that we like, we know what we're looking for in a community, in, in friends, in, you know, accountability partners and whatever. We know what we're looking for, but we're still holding on to these other people who have been with us. And we're, we're kind of afraid to let go because we tell ourselves like, well, when I find someone to take their place, I'll, I'll go ahead and let them go. But the problem is if they're taking up that energetic space in your life, you don't have room for anybody else to step in. You're not going to be able to let them go because you're not even going to, you don't, won't even have the awareness to see what it is you actually think you're looking for. Yeah. You've heard us mention a couple times in this episode the event where Yvette and I actually met each other. That event was called Empower Her Live, and last year the event took place in Phoenix. This year, that same event is going to be in Denver, September 22nd through the 24th. And if you would like to join us at that event and get in the energy that you keep hearing us talk about, go to empowerherlive2023.com and the code Josie, J-O-S-I-E, will save you $50 on your ticket to that event. I'll leave a link in the show notes. I think my next one was going to be, I've really learned more so this, this last year since October, but becoming aware of who you are and who you're willing and your willingness um, to embrace the change. Uh, Specifically, because I talk about on my podcast and I've told you these things before that I grew up really, really, I mean, I was in a family with a lot of kids. We were Mm -hmm. In that generation, you know, my parents worked one or two jobs and it's kind of like, sit down, shut up, do what I say. Like, it's because I said so. And it wasn't necessarily that I don't think they wanted to spend time with us, but it was more or less, they were just focused on trying to be parents and provide. And growing up, I always knew I was kind of a little, like I come across abrasive and strong and I never understood it. People would tell me I have like RBF or that I come across really mean or when I say things, it, you know, it brings them down. And I never understood why I'm like, but that's just the way I am. And if you break down all my walls, I'm like, I love so hard. And I'm such an emotional person that this like intimidating person that some people think that I am, I'm totally not. But I was raised by a dad who's loud and a mom who is very strong, opinionated and was about two years ago when I realized, oh my gosh, like I am a product of my parents. We grow up saying, oh, I'm never going to do that like my mom, or I'm never going to do that like my dad, or I'm I'm going to do so different with my children or in my life. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing I was being like my dad. I was being like my mom. And then when my husband, it was a huge realization when my husband brought up to me that I didn't take his feelings into consideration. And that's what made me aware. And I became more self-aware. And when I was listening to to um, Tasha's podcast, it just helped me understand more that it doesn't matter who you are. If you feel like there is a need for change, it's okay to embrace it. Nobody's perfect. Everybody can use a little bit of something, knowledge, you know, 
support, whatever it is. And I was always stuck in this mindset of, no, I'm, I'm right. And this is why I'm right. And not allowing other people to have their feelings and their opinions. And I think becoming aware of it really helped my mindset in the fact that I wanted really to, to kind of change that. Finally being open to say, you know what? It's okay to change. It's okay to do things different with my children. It's okay to have different visions than what my parents had for me or what they didn't have for me. It's okay to know that I'm not perfect. And in order for me to grow, I have to embrace that change. And so many people I think are afraid of embracing it because they always say like, I don't need to change. And that was me. I was that person. Like, I don't need to change. Why do I need to change? I'm fine. But when I broke, we broke my heart. When I hurt the person closest to me, which is my husband, it was a real wake up call. Like, check yourself. You know, you don't know everything and other people have feelings and their feelings matter. But I was never shown that growing up really needed to be aware of who I am, but it's not who I have to be if I embrace that willingness to change and embrace the change. Right. And I think it's one thing to, I think it's one thing to really see the things in your life today that you might recognize and, and want to change and then to take it the next step and identify those messages that you picked up as a child and where they came from. Because if all you're trying to do is just override the things that you're doing without actually addressing the underlying messages that led you to that place in the first place, it's going to continue to be a struggle. It's like putting on a bandaid, you know, it's for me, I see it in a way of, cause I work in the medical field. I'm like, it's just like a medication. You know, the medication is not going to fix you. Mm-hmm. It can help you, but it's not getting down to the actual root of the problem of what is going on. I had a lot of stuff I could have worked on over these years and not realizing that there was stuff I needed, I needed to work on in order yeah. to, I think, move forward in this life, especially when you become a parent. When you become a parent, I think your views on so many other things they change. Oh, and those kids mirror back to you everything. Everything, including the bad words you say in the car. <laughs> you never all of it. it. All of it. Yeah. Uh, my second one was that I am not responsible for anybody else's journey, which I think goes a little bit in line with your first one, but. I'm not responsible for anybody else's journey. Anybody, everybody else is on their own journey and it is not my job to tell them what that journey is supposed to look like. And also I'm not responsible for their failures, but that also means that I don't get to take credit for their successes. Like if I'm working with somebody or leading somebody or mentoring somebody or coaching somebody, like if they fall, I don't have to own that failure. Like I don't have to own that, but that also means that if they succeed, I don't get to take credit for that either. Mm -hmm. They're on their own journey. I'm on my own journey. Our paths just happen to cross. We happen to be playing this role in each other's lives at this point 
in time, but we can't take ownership of anybody else's journey. All we can take ownership of is our own. Yeah. And that's funny that you said that because I have written down, it's your journey. And I think that's what a lot of people just forget is that they're so, and I know I'm guilty of it, totally guilty of it. I'm so focused half the time or most of the time on supporting other people because I'm somebody that's gone through so much trauma and abuse. And for me, it was more or less like, I want to be here to help support you through all of that. But then I started really focusing on those things and forgot it was my journey still and started Mm -hmm. trying to help everybody else. And I slipped and I went into a trauma response and, you know, have been off my podcast for the last two months. You know, this firsthand and you were there for support, but never once were you like, you know, you're falling off the wagon. If anything, it's me. Like I've said, like I've fallen off the wagon. I'm trying to come back. And you're like, there's no rush. Take your time. Not allowing my fall to affect you and still being there as support, but remembering you're on your journey and you've got to do the shit you're doing and working with the people that you're working with. And you're still a friend. And I don't take any offense to that now. Like if it was maybe years ago, I'd probably be like, yeah, my friend doesn't care. She, all she cares about is this and her stuff that's going on. But in reality, that's what you should be worried about is the stuff that you've got going on because it's your journey. Nobody else controls that. You didn't make me get up and start seeing a therapist and the psychiatrist. And I know that in order to focus on my journey and be able to help others, I have to remember that it is my journey. Mm -hmm. Just like you said, it's, you're the only one that can control it. And when you have setbacks, you have setbacks and it's okay. We're human. You know, I've been off for two months. And I just have like this fire lit under my ass now where it's like, okay, Yvette, you're feeling better. Get back to it because you're the only one that can do it. Not my husband, not my friends. I have to go on my journey. And these are just the people who are along with me. So yeah, I like that one. It is your journey. So I wrote down, find like-minded support. Yeah. It kind of ties into... I think what you said in the beginning, yeah, you know, just being able to have that support system is huge. And that's why I wrote it basically because my eyes were opened when I came back from that event. Mm -hmm. And there's a book that I read. um, It's called Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies. It was phenomenal. And it wrote that. I've never heard of it. I'd have to look it up. I'll look it up and I'll send it to you. Okay. And I'll put a link in the show notes. (laughs) And when I read it, or well, I listened to it. So, because I'm ADHD, I can't get past a sentence or I get bored. So I listened (laughs) to it. And when I listen to things, I retain them more. And that's why I love podcasts. Yeah. But in there, she was talking about like finding your lady harem, your group, your group of women who support you, who you can confide in and know that there's no judgment and they see your dreams and they may be different than theirs, but that they support you no matter what. 
and you have like the reasonable one and the sensible one and the crazy one and the loud one. Like <laughs> I fall into both of those, but <laughs> finding your community of people and why it was important for me to find that like-minded support is because for so long, I've always hid a lot of the things that I went through and I went through them by myself. And it wasn't until I became an adult and realized I was a pretty messed up adult that I started seeking support from people who had possibly gone through the things I had gone through. Yeah. But then when I found the podcast, it opened up my eyes. Why am I waiting to find these other like-minded women? So that was huge when I went to empower her because all the women that I met there were like-minded. And it wasn't, oh, yeah. it didn't matter how crazy your idea was. You could want to balance on your head naked and spin a hula hoop. And everyone would have been like, yeah. I'm it. pretty sure you shared that with, with everyone that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you can totally, we could have wanted to do that. And everyone in that room would have been like, you can do it. You can do it. For sure. Do it. <laughs> Sure, record it. Like, make it a TikTok. You'll go viral. Nobody would have said, "That's crazy." Why? Right. That's the dream you have. That's impossible. Why would you even want that? And when I look at myself and tell myself, I wanted to find that like-minded support. It's like being that little kid again, and knowing that your friends like your idea, even though it's kind of crazy and stupid, but we're going to go jump in the mud anyways, even though our parents said no. Like now a lot of people are telling me like, what, why, why a podcast? What are you going to do? What, what's it going to be about? If it's not for you. It's not for you, but it's for me. And I'll find the, the support. I'll find those like-minded women. And I loved the fact that knowing that those personal development events are out there, that's something I never knew about. Life can be beautiful. Yeah. You just got to take that leap of faith. And I drove up there by myself. I'm high anxiety and I had no idea who I was staying with and met them the first time we all slept in the same room together. And that's, that was so out of my character. That's something I would have never done. But because of the journey that I had taken with listening to the, to the podcast, it gave me that confidence that there are going to be other women in that room who are scared too who are traveling alone too. You were one of them, you know, who don't know if they're going to talk to people or not. And then you find that you're surrounded by all of these like-minded women and you're like, wow. It was like Disneyland for me. <laughs> so many people going through so many different things or, you know, positive things or relationship things or just health things and knowing that you were going to get that woo, support no matter what. You probably could have cramped your pants and like <laughs> waddled to the bathroom and everybody would have cheered your way there because you're, you're doing the damn thing. Like, I mean, I don't know. It, the support that I felt in there was like nothing I had ever felt before. And that's why I think it's important to get in the room. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, I think for me, I went in with a completely different mindset because I actually had no idea what I was walking into. And I'm not a person who's afraid to go anywhere by myself. In fact, I prefer it. <laughs> I, I'm scared I, all the time. 
I am not, I'm not a person who gets nervous being by myself or walking into places by myself and sneaking out at the end by myself without being caught. <laughs> and I'm the one that's like, I can't leave yet. Everyone's watching. <laughs> They're going to know I'm leaving because I'm bored. But I showed up thinking that like the things I was doing in my life at that time, like I was on the right track and I'm doing all these things and I'm building a dream and I'm, you know, like I, I had all the list, like the checklist and I was checking off all the boxes and I'm like, okay, next step, next thing on the list, connect with other women, network, build a community. Okay. I'll go join a community. So I show up at this thing to just check something off the list and I walk in and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> These people like love their freaking lives. What is going on here? <laughs> Why are these people so happy? Right? <laughs> this is not normal. But then like being around that, my my personality just flourished. I just oh, loved it. It was, I, I mean, I was a little bit more like taken back at first and just kind of watching everything and just kind of experiencing it from like, from the outside and just watching it go on. And as I got a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more comfortable and talked to more people, I started to see shit. You could probably do some things a little differently and maybe you could love your life too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I, I, I totally get that. Cause when I was in that room too, I came with a different mindset. So I was scared shitless. Like I was scared to go uh, the whole way driving up there. I'm not even joking. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're insane. You're going by yourself. You, you never <laughs> go anywhere by yourself. Like you don't even go to the bathroom by yourself half the time. Cause your kids are still there. <laughs> I'm like, I never do anything alone. So one, I felt guilty, you know, going up there as a mom, like my kids, I left my kids with my husband and you know, how many moms are out there that are like, my, my husband can take care of the kids. I was completely comfortable with my husband having the kids. I just felt guilty for leaving them, you know, mom. Guilt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was excited to walk in there because I think I kind of carry a lot of that same energetic um, energy like Keisha does. So I was just ready to be pumped to get in there with her. Cause I knew it was going to be a blast, but it wasn't what I was like. I hadn't envisioned what I what walked into. And when I walked into it, I was right. like, why are all these people dancing and they're like running to the front. And then the next day I was dancing and running to the front. And <laughs> it was like, I mean, there were times I was crying. There were times where I was laughing. There were times where I was really thinking, but I left there feeling like, wow. It was almost like a surreal feeling. Cause you, it's something I'd never experienced. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, I thought it was awesome. It is. And it's so hard to like express that or share that with people who have never actually been in that kind of a room with, with yeah. that kind of an energy. It really is like nothing you have ever experienced. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. 
My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.